Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Crushing Depths, a D20 Modern Real Play podcast. I am Paul, the GM for this campaign, and showrunner for the LTM Gaming Podcast, to which you are listening right now. This episode begins with a recap, done by TJ, as always, I think. And then the characters find out a little bit more about the mythology behind the story they're in. I did want to add that... If I were true to my heart and didn't pay attention to Apple's frowny face on swear words in title names, the true name of this episode should be Bird Shit Noogie for reasons that will become apparent. But unfortunately, we have to have a name that is the official name of the title. And this week, I think it's appropriate... Matt christened the episode, and we have a tale of woe for you. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> Another tale of woe. And just on a brief side note, I definitely think we should make some sort of dance step called the bird shit noogie. <laughs> <laughs> like the boot scootin' boogie? Yeah, I, I figured like, we could just totally steal somebody else's song. But yeah, Bird Shinookie, man. That's like a, that's a good band name. If you do, if you... <laughs> it's gotta oh, be a so... cover band for someone, but who? Flock of Seagulls? So Clarence is turning six. Are you guys going to have like a clown or magician? Yeah, no, but we're going to get a band. Oh, who are you getting? Bird Shinookie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead and do your recap then, TJ. Alright, so we started by fighting the frog jumpy bears, and um, because every time we hit them, their wounds more or less instantly healed, uh, and, and mostly because Sal didn't critical in the first attempt, um, we ended up running away because Vanessa was like, uh, I think they're defending their eggs, let's run away. <laughs> so... somehow. Yes. I didn't, I only ate one. Um. That's still the third time. Of, yeah. I was going to say, that joke has been made now every time. <laughs> so. Ha! Uh, the first two stop, times. Stop, stop, it's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. So we retreated back and we got over the wall and we checked out the outside of the school, which looked like it was like all boarded up and also the windows were concreted up in places. And uh we went inside, and I believe Russ's keen eye and knowledge of guns told us that there had been a firefight in the building with the people, but there was only one side that had guns. The side that had guns were going further and further back, shooting at whatever was pressing them in. Uh There was blood in lots of places, but we didn't end up finding anything inside the building. Is that correct? Nothing inside the building? Except for the crap all in the stuff in the back. You found a message. Yeah, something. It was. It was basically what Gimli found in the book inside the Mice of Moria. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was exactly that. Like someone didn't tear a page out of the Lord of the Rings book and <laughs> just leave it out. But <laughs> it it was themed in that way. It was themed in that way. Yes. So. This um, whole place is like a theme park for people who are evil. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. So, um, 
we then were like, well, let's go check the next big building, which is the manor. Hey, I know what we'll do. We'll walk through this small town. And then uh, Vanessa was like, I hear something, and I'm frightened, and I'm going to run. And then she turned and yelled, zombies! And we started running, but as she turned around, she got whacked by a zombie. <laughs> but then we all escaped anyway. And, uh, and I learned zombies. to never help you again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so we got up to the fence where we discovered that, um, the flock, no, the Murder. conspiracy. Yes. They're crows, man. Yeah, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> conspiracy um, or unkindness. Oh, unkindness. Yeah. That was the one that you were using. Um, wait, you're not going to fight me today? Didn't you fight me the whole time because I said it was crows and you kept saying, they're ravens. Yeah, they're ravens. I don't remember one of them. I don't remember one of them being named Ray Lewis. (laughs) What? Or Jamal Lewis. Or Jermaine Lewis. (laughs) Or Tony Siragusa. (laughs) He's a goose, not a raven. So anyway, um, so it wasn't a flock of them. On a building, it was a or an unkindness of them. It was an unkindness of gigantic ones on a huge building, and they came and they started talking, and uh, <laughs> they they were awesome because Paul did an awesome Raven voice, and uh, they invited us to come help them, and so they flew us on their backs, and we had a skill challenge in which uh, we had to bring them shiny things. And in return for giving them shiny things, mostly thanks to, uh, Steve, or I'm sorry, mostly due to Vanessa's ability to trick them into thinking that the leader could fit through the hole <laughs> and getting his head stuck in there, which was awesome. Uh, they're like, yeah, go ahead. You guys need to take something. And so we got a, a ring and some boots. And, and a sleeping bag. Yes. <laughs> Russ is like, sweet, a sleeping bag. <laughs> and it's only moderately been urinated. <laughs> it's um, great for cover. <laughs> um, so, uh, the big raven princess queen, whatever, said, like, no, or whatever. <laughs> and then he said, okay, we're gonna go now. And so the lead raven's buddies gave us a ride down, and then one of them pooped on Sal. Yep. I was going to say, we forgot about that later no. on. Oh, that I was covered in poop? That you were covered in poop for the rest of the Like, you're down in there, little, you're eating, you know, finger foods and stuff, and you're covered in poop, and no one seems to care. <laughs> you no, know, no, that just, that just means when he took that guy, he was like, weren't you bending his arm back or something? Yeah, he had him in a headlock. Yeah, ex- okay, so you had him in a headlock. That would have been way worse of a scene. Yeah. I imagine at that point it probably dried out and gotten all crusty, so it would have been like rubbing chalk all over his neck. Until he found out it wasn't chalk. We'll say you were also, it, it you know. Covered in mud. You were covered in mud from the fighting the lobstrosities. We're not to that part yet. So then we, uh. <laughs> How dare you fast Went walking forward. around town again. Yes, exactly. And, uh, taking Sal's original advice only about an hour and a half later, Vanessa decided it was finally a good time to turn on the power plant. So, uh, we reactivated the, uh, um, generators or whatever, and all the lights came on in the village. And then, and I believe that Russ said it 
up so that he could control it remotely, right? Because he called Lydia on the phone and she helped him work out how to. Vanessa actually hooked up the remote thing because it was a computer yeah. thing. Oh, okay. I think I um, just suggested it. Okay. And uh, so then we left and we got down to the next little village part. And in that little village part, um, we had Sal put on his new boots of springing and striding. Uh, and he went flying through town and sort of just blindly looked from side to side so that Vanessa could kind of see what he was seeing. Uh, and basically what we saw was lots and lots of zombies everywhere. Uh, so I came back around the corner and we said, this place is stupid. We hate it. Let's look a little bit further. And that brought us to the wonderful lobstrosities. And, uh, we were beating the crap out of them. And all of a sudden some kind person came and helped us. And then he said, here, follow me. And we did cause we're dumb. And then we went down the horrible slide to the horrible place with all the horrible things. And, uh, we were told that, uh, we're going to be on trial for killing assholes. And, um, we said, Oh, no, thank you. And then Sal gave someone a bird shit noogie and said, here, help us leave. And he didn't help us leave. And so then finally we said, when do we get to leave? And they said, after your trial, if we think you're good. And we said, no. And then they said, okay. And then we said, fine. And so we went and waited in a room. And um, I'm sorry, I totally don't remember the guy's name. Do we ever? He was the bartender that Russ had met. When he we was were the bartender. He was it's Elias Bowman. He, was, he also was at the survival store. Oh, I'm sorry. He was at the survival store. I thought he was a bartender at one of the places that Sal didn't go into. No. Okay. Well, anyways, Elias uh, put us in a room and said, hey, it would be sure swell if uh, you guys could help us read this thing. And Vanessa, Vanessa said, oh, sure, I can read lots of things. And she looked at it and she's like, oh, I'm going to need more time with it. You'll have to leave now. And then we had Sal try and read it. And Sal said, no. Nope. No, actually, first they asked Sal, and he specifically wanted to talk to Sal because they believed that you could talk to the illustrates. Yes, and Sal bullfaced and he lied. Yeah. Sal bluffed, and yeah. Somehow did it successfully. And then Vanessa said, oh, I've read it before. And so they left you guys alone with it. And oh, so- yeah, that's what it was. The, also, uh, Enzo called you. Uh, yes. And which I was shocked by because, hey, I'm in a subterranean cavern and I get great reception still, apparently. Yep. Uh, and told you that Izzy went. Izzy is is going to go or went or something. Yeah. Tomorrow, I think he said she's leaving. Yeah. Uh, to study abroad and. The end was that Sal did read it, but he didn't understand it, and he did not tell anyone. Correct. Yeah. So Sal had just gotten off the phone or off the key with his dad. You basically just finished looking at the file, and Vanessa asked you, did you understand it? Okay. Or I, yeah, you I, might be right, but... 
now you guys. I trying to remember which one came file. first, but if if yeah, it doesn't matter. But Vanessa basically just said, "Did you understand it?" And Sal said, "No." Yeah. So go. Russ is eating a turkey leg. Yep. Or is he? <laughs> Didn't I throw away all the vegetarian food they brought me? You said I'm a vegetarian. They brought you food and then you dumped it on the floor. <laughs> An unusually large turkey leg. I'm I'm contemplating how to get cover out of this turkey leg. <laughs> Stop eating. <laughs> well, so now what? I mean, I don't... I mean, does it really change anything for us? I was thinking more about, like, what comes next, because I don't know that we're going to be able to get a way out unless we jump on top of one of those floating things and can force them to fly us out. I mean, I didn't see doors that we were passing that we could have tried. You did see doors when you did those little loops. I said there were doors leading off, but you only went down the main hallway. You didn't have John do any of the side doors. Okay. I mean, do you guys think that we should go and I should re-headlock somebody and try some of the other doors or do we want to just wait and see what happens? I don't know. Tricky leg's pretty good. We could probably just stay for a little bit. It's terrible. As you guys are sitting there, uh, Vanessa, you realize that for some reason you're holding that rod in your hand again. The metamagic rod of Quicken. Mm-hmm. Not of Excel. Again, with the repeated jokes. <laughs> Mine was the ACC. I don't know, maybe this re- recording thing isn't such a great thing, because if we actually remember stuff, it would be funnier if we didn't remember stuff. We just exactly. Or I, think, I think TJ probably listens to it, falls asleep listening to it, doesn't remember actually having heard it, and it's just in there. I'm much more awake listening to it the second time that I am participating in the first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally have to agree with you, Paul, because I feel like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a fantastically happy old person because I'll tell the same exact story a thousand times, just like your grandpa. Just like my grandpa. <laughs> it's awesome. Everyone should be just like your grandpa. I awesome. agree. But as long as you don't remember, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I want to look at it. This is the hey, same. what are you doing looking at that thing? Remember, this is the silver rod, the same thing that had the writing on it that you were trying yeah. to... No, I, I remember that. Okay. That's, that's, that's why he's confused, because that's the reason why we're here. Yeah, I was going to say, so, that's the thing that's trying to kill us. Right. She, well, she looks at it and looks very confused. And... Oh, if there's still people, if, if you're, if you've stopped talking and you're waiting for an actual response. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just looking at Vanessa. Like, she goes, I don't remember putting or taking this out. You feel okay? Are you prone to kleptomania? 
Well, this is mine. I can't steal what's mine. I can launder what's mine, but I can't steal it. Um, does anything look different about it, Paul? No. Shady. Is there like, is this like National Treasure where there's like a rod-shaped divot somewhere where I just insert this? <laughs> oh, so many bad. No, there's, uh, there is there's a rod-shaped divot where you can stick it, but you don't see it. But this is a family show. <laughs> this is a family show. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> What was the name of all of our recordings, Paul? Let's just go through the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's no like keyhole for this rod. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll like wave it in front of the screen. No, nothing happened. I'll put it away. Okay. Did Vanessa uh, share with us what the, it translated to mean? About the whole Odin thing? Right. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. She hasn't even okay. shared where she got it. Yeah. And it's... None of that would seem relevant to this. Like, if any mention of Odin came out, I think she well, would say something. Which is why we were all extremely awkward, you know, having you just... Yeah, pull that thing out and wave it around and... You guys watch as... So Sal and Russ are watching Vanessa and basically she's... Looks like she's trying to put this away and ends up just sort of... With one hand, she puts it like in her pocket and... Or in her back and the other hand instantly reaches out and pulls it out again. And she doesn't seem to realize that she's holding it in the other hand now. But, okay, really quick. Ooh, didn't somebody realize that the various pictograms that we saw like in the main cavern like one of them was Odin yeah I think Vanessa did yes okay so Vanessa knows what it said and Vanessa recognized the Odin thing but Vanessa isn't telling us that she's <laughs> has put two and two together yes shut up <laughs> no I'm, I just okay I'm I was the smart one you just sit there and punch things okay no, I don't no, no. think Wait, I'm not Paul, going did off they... half cocked like you oh. are all cocked like you are. I meant to put one rank into knowledge of like bull crap or what did I say I was going to put into knowledge of Paul? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Cod swallop. <laughs> um, I'd like to, is there like a salt shaker on the table? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> they don't believe in salt. Anyway, so I'm, I'm okay. So Vanessa, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a uh, sleight of hand check. I'm gonna try to hide the turkey leg like up my sleeve. Okay. Because I thought like it looks like she's trying to like do some like sleight of hand thing, but okay. like failing <laughs> since she's like one hand in the pocket. Well, the other like hand. literally, it's one of those. She hasn't looked down to see it's in her hand, so she's looking at you and she's like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> do you want me to roll? No, you just do it. Okay. Yeah, I'd like. No, it's, it's totally, it's totally like this. You, you, have, you, have, you have to practice, you know, you, you put it in the sleeve, not down the pocket. What? Well, the thing you keep waving around, like you're trying to hide it. And I'm assuming, and at that I point, you know gesture at my hand or point or yeah. something. And I look down and I'm like... I, and oh. I totally, I totally point with the turkey leg, which I've now made reappear. 
<laughs> that thing is great. Fashion. I might have to carry one of these around all the time. <laughs> it helps. No, your fingers will be all greasy. You'll be a terrible gunshot. <laughs> uh, okay, so now, now it's about to say something is happening. Uh, go ahead and roll a listen check, Steve. Me? Mm-hmm. I rolled a natural one. Okay. Yay! The night begins. <laughs> As it often ends. Uh, I will say... Well... Did I ever tell you guys what the explanation is from transcribing the runes on here? You didn't tell me. I don't think so. So I will tell them that it's the story of Odin. Cell says who's Odin. (laughs) Cell doesn't know any of that nerd crap. (laughs) He knows about finger-banging ladies. That is terrible. Uh, but it's true. Is it? <laughs> what is happening? Did someone just fart in their microphone? <laughs> no, that's my chair. It's not speaking you. In WD40, it's definitely something you farted and then went, ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, feel yes. free to edit it such that that's what it is. Cut out all this dialogue so it's just... And then, ah. (laughs) No, but Sal seriously says, who is Odin? Odin, in Norse mythology, was the head guy. Anyway, there was, was, you said it was a picture on the wall, is that correct? Yeah, it, to be fair to Steve, we didn't reiterate what the pictures on the wall were. Uh, it's basically like, I, I described it as like similar to like a station. Stations of the Cross. Thing. Right. So it's a, and they're, uh, they look sort of like Egyptian in style, though not in content, uh, where you, like it's the profile of the people and stuff. And, I mean, I can give you a whole rundown of what the each thing is if you want. Uh, I don't do that later if if it's necessary. But I also... think. Oh, go ahead. No, go. I was going to say I think the important thing was at one point one of the final ones was something that was obviously meant to be Odin was like getting struck down by like a giant um, beholder with like millions of bolts of lightning coming out of its eyes and it had a body no it didn't have a body yeah i'll I'll just quickly do there are two of them i mean there are two of them there are 10 pictures uh and the the one you're thinking of is that um elias pointed out to you the balor figure in the first picture is giant and he looks like he has a beholder for a head and it's standing on one a, a tiny body compared to the head and with a single leg and it it was shooting energy out and killing what looked like illithids oh uh, okay um yeah because he's supposed to be odin 
I think. Oh. It's the, no? No. No, oh. I'll just, I'll just go through all of them from the beginning to the end of, like, that he basically said that's the beginning and they call themselves the Balorites after him. Uh, the next picture is him on a throne, uh, with his back turned as an equally impressive and large illithid steals a small baby from behind his back. Uh, the baby is more human looking than Balor, seems to glow incandescently. And I don't think you guys, I read this one to you guys because you didn't recognize any of the stuff in it, but the same thing with the next one. Uh, Balor, uh, the next one is Balor in his death throes. He's faced by a human looking figure. The figure is glowing incandescently uh, as a, a large illithid looks on as the incandescent glowing figure follows through on a slingshot and the bullet is visibly exploding from behind Balor's head. Uh, like a Dennis the Menace slingshot? No, like an actual s- a sling, not a slingshot. Like a David and Goliath slingshot. I'm just making sure. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, uh, the next one is a burly human-sized figure wields a many barbed spear in battle as an older uh, incandescent figure looks on, obviously pleased. Um, the burly human-sized figure, I can't remember, did you guys actually, maybe Vanessa recognized this? I can't remember, I thought you recognized somebody besides Odin, but this is Cuckoo Lane. And I could spell that, maybe not, because I would I don't remember you telling me that. I don't think I remember name. this. Uh, oops. And the pronunciations I could find differed on that. It could be Kuchulain, it could also be Kuchulain, so I don't know. And he is the, that figure who's wielding the mini barb spear actually has a similar aspect to what Dell looked like, where his mouth is expanded, there's large needle teeth in his mouth, he's got one eye bulging, the other's recessed, and sort of undeveloped, like, eye tendrils extend from his head. So it's kind of like a partial beholder aspect type thing. Uh, the next ones are the ones I specifically described to you, which is Odin as a young man with a wide brim hat, dark blue cloak, traveler staff. Uh, that's how you kind of recognize who it is, basically. Uh, that's all iconic Odin stuff. Uh, having torn out an eye, a bloody socket, he offers an eye to a well. Uh, a well? Next, a well, yep. Okay. The next one is Odin. It looks older, black eye socket, same clothing as staff, hangs from, like, hangs as in from a noose from an immense overseer tree. Like, the the tree is many, many times larger than the one, even the one that's out that you saw recently. Uh, the next picture is Odin standing in front of the same overseer tree, uh, many-headed, what looks like a dragon with many necks. And like a hydra? Kind of like a hydra with, yeah. Um, I just, well, it, it's a dragon body, so it has wings as well. Eh, that's often how I think of hydras. Uh, but instead of, instead of heads on the end of the neck, it's just giant eyeballs. Uh, flaps overhead. Odin holds aloft a shining silver spear. Uh, the spear is... It's not barbed? It's not the same one from not, before? Not at all. Uh, okay. this one... Looks more like a Naginata. It's like a spear with oh, yeah, yeah. on the end. Uh, then Odin wielding that spear in battle against a host of Illithids. 
The next picture is Cuckoo Lane driving his barb spear into Odin, and the barbs sort of exploding all out of Odin's body as he obviously dies. The last picture is Cuckoo Lane's uh, snapping that shining silver spear into two parts. So there you go. That's the last picture. Can we have a visual, Paul? Are you going to send us the drawn copies of these? No, actually, remember I told you I wish I could draw? This was one of yeah. the reasons I wish I could draw. <laughs> But, no, I could send you, like, stick figure pictures of it, but even those would be absolutely terrible. <laughs> so, it, it might be hilarious. It's worse than not having any skill. It's, like, negative skill. <laughs> Stupid negatives. Yeah. So I will mention... That the engrave or the runes on this have to do with Odin and his some aspect of his story, and obviously we're seeing Odin pictures here, a connection, especially with the concept that Odin had only one eye, seems to be relevant. I don't know why. But I keep trying to put this thing away and it keeps coming back. Where did I get it, Paul? You found it in your hand after you were exploring in the... In the elephant place. Yeah, yeah, with the creepy body with the stuff in it. Yeah, the flayed apart body. And then as you were running up, or, you know, I forget if you were running or just sneaking away or whatever, but you you realized you had it in your hand. Which we realized that was, which I was destined for the Olympics. Because <laughs> you love batons. Mm-hmm. Batons. <laughs> Baton. So, uh, as you guys are standing there, Sal, your phone rings. <laughs> or I should say your IQ beeps at you. Dad, I'm off whoring. <laughs> see you in the see you in the fall. Are you just gonna let it go to voicemail? I, I was I know I was trying to think. Isn't it one of the Simpson trios of horrors and like everything is terrifying? And then Homer just like call me answers the oh it's it's the um the shinning episode isn't it? like he's on a rampage and then he answers the phone like hello. I feel like there's an episode of The Simpsons where like something crazy is going on and like Homer's going absolutely nuts and then all of a sudden he pulls it together to answer the phone and he's like, hello. Good story. Anyway, uh, so Sal answers the phone. Hello? It's uh, Sal, where are you? It's Courtney. Oh, uh, we have been kidnapped. We are in a subterranean prison. What? Where? Who? Um, well, we went to the city, uh, crap, hold on, <laughs> I'll pull up the name, Washington actually I won't Glen. do it, yeah, I'll just let Steve tell me, uh, 
Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, have the little map up in front of me. Tell her, tell her you went to the town of Bird Shit Nook. <laughs> no, I don't want to give up. That's a gold mine. <laughs> the, the question is, would Sal actually know what town he's in? <laughs> Sal remembers. Okay. He doesn't remember that nerd crap. <laughs> Um, we 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 went to Watkins Glen and um, Watkins Glen. What the hell is there? Well, uh, I'll tell you what's here: a big fucking wad of beholders <laughs> and their buddies, and one of their trees. Oh yeah, and one of their giant horrible trees. What? And yes, crows. I thought. You- and, and then all of a sudden, Sal regathers himself. He's like, wait a second. Where are you? I better not say. Um, but I'm, I'm still in town. Think you want to do lunch? <laughs> um, all of a sudden you get gills and you just get horny for fish people. What are no, you? I was talking Sal was saying that. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought you were saying him. that for, for us. No. How what are you, what are you doing there? Well, why did you go to Watkins Glen? Um, we, after the accident, we went to see if it was possible for us to go and look for survivors, but we couldn't, uh, find a way to discreetly get in to look. Um, so we were investigating some things on our own and we found a lead that suggested we should investigate Watkins Glen. Um, we just came up here today. Uh, we came under attack from some monstery things. Someone offered to help and helped us to take cover. But when we took cover, uh, there was a trap which deposited us into this subterranean cavern, which we don't appear to have a means to leave right now. Well, I... Like everything's in disarray. It's just chaos. The the order was bombed. Uh, the suspicion is that a spy working for the beholders planted something. Uh, I, I, we don't know who or why, but it, it, it's caused the the entire structure to kind of splinter along clan lines. And uh, I don't. Clan I don't know, lines. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's not important right now, but the, the important part is that I don't know how I can help you. Uh, I was calling to tell you that I, you need to talk to your family. I think they're in danger. Why do you think they're in danger? Oh, no. We're going to get, like, the Archer Rampage thing out of Sal. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> by far my favorite episode, by the way. Uh. Because there are, like, I've tried to protect you as much as I can, but like I said, I don't have control over some of the clans. I don't have control over much with the order, and some of the clans feel the best way to get to you is through your family. Okay, then. Sal hangs up his key. Sal puts on his fist and starts punching the door. (laughs) We could just leave, dude. Stop it. You can't, actually. Oh, which can. is yeah, I was gonna say because we don't have the bio response thing to open the door, which is why Sal is trying to punch his way through. Okay. 
Now, I look to Russ and I'd be like, what? And then I look to Sal and I say, well, what was that about? Sal has the Probably blood fury in his ears. <laughs> so you, you're punching the door. Uh, go ahead and roll your break hand check. Um, we did this before. I think you basically automatically hit, but uh, the door gets resistance, hardness. Does it have resistance to fire? I think it's just resistance to everything. Okay, but I can add the fire damage in, well, like it's separately, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, one die eight, one die six. Here we go. Damage. First time cell punches. 18 damage plus six fire. <laughs> okay, you make a dent in it. <laughs> you can also try and, uh, if you, uh, no, you wouldn't, you would never be able to succeed. That doesn't mean he's not going to try. Well, I'm saying you could also try a strength check to just try and break something with sudden force rather than yeah. attacking it. No, nope. Sal is, is happy to be punching something right now. Okay, so just, what are Vanessa and... I'll just assume you do... What, what's your your average damage for a punch? Uh, if, if the average on a D8 is a 4, then it's 15, and the average on the fire is 3... On a D6, so it's 15 and 3. Okay. Which is 18? Well, if they get added together, yes. <laughs> but if you, well, but like if, if you do the resistance separately, cause you always told me to yeah, do the damages yeah, separately. Yeah, I'm just gonna assume you're progressively battering the door. Uh. Probably loudly too. Russ, I want you to roll a craft mechanical. Okay. Uh, and I want to know what you guys are doing as you watch Sal. Just he's basically slowly denting the. Door. I look, I look over at Vanessa and be like, uh, I'm just. So, <laughs> I, I, we, we obviously, we I walked up to him and okay. said something, and he was just, you know, blind to it. Blood is blind. Just let him go. Just let him go to town. I said, I say, this has to be about his family. You hear his key ringing again. I'll try to get him to stop. Sal is Sal. not answering. He's also not stopping. <laughs> I'll, I'll, wait. How is the key attached? I have just glasses. Okay, I will take off his glasses and answer. Or if there's a way, like, to sync mine with his quickly so I can pick up. Well, I up, think up. that because you have your tactical thing, we are synced. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can I answer? I mean, is that allowed? Sure. First, Russ, roll the craft mechanical, and then we'll get to... Okay, yeah. uh, 14. Okay. Uh, you're not sure, but it looks like Sal might, this is the only entrance to this room. <laughs> uh, this is a, clearly a metal door, and Sal might be damaging it such that it won't be able won't to open. be open. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Vanessa, you can go ahead and roll a computer use check to see if you can answer Sal's key. For you. I mean, if not, I'm just gonna take it off his head and answer it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I rolled a natural 20. So the yeah. first roll was a 1. Now it's a 20. 
I'm pulling a TJ. Nah. You absolutely can roll. You you roll. You absolutely can answer his phone through yours now and forever. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, like permanently synced the even that portion of your phone with his. You figure out that Sal's password was one two three four. <laughs> <laughs> no, his password is rage boner. <laughs> it's boobs. Oh, it's just right. eight zero zero eight zero zero eight three five or whatever. Or five, yeah. <laughs> three <laughs> booby. <laughs> eight zero zero eight three three. Uh, I will. Yeah. <laughs> once I realize what the password is, I need thrown. <laughs> Anyway, I will answer. Okay, it is Courtney again. Hello? This is Sal's phone. <laughs> who is this? This is Vanessa. Who is this? It's Courtney. Okay. Sal. He, whatever you told him, he is freaking out. I, I told him he needs to take care of his family because they might be in danger. But That would be why he's freaking out. Yeah. What a tool. Punch. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> that being said, is there anything that we can Look, do tell, to... Tell him. I, I don't know how you're going to help Punch. you are, but you, you can tell him. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's damn funny. You're like not even halfway through the door. Punch. We can't have a trial. We're stuck in I, this room. Sal, I think I think you need to stop that punch. <laughs> Sal, we're gonna get stuck. Sal, honey, if you, if you bend the frame, um, then punch. we're not getting out. Courtney says to you, Vanessa, I I wanted to tell him I I think I got Izzy to safety out of the country. Wait, what? Punch. So Izzy's fine. I'll say loud enough. Hold she, she, stop she punching. Said, she's leaving. <laughs> she's leaving tomorrow. For. Well, I just, for where? Yeah, for how long and how does she know to trust you? I don't trust you. No, I, d- I didn't approach her like that. She just thinks she's she won a contest. She's going on vacation to the UK. Oh. Wait, so you stopped punching. Are you trying to listen to the conversation? Well, so? she turned and looked at you <clears throat> to and looked to see, like, what kind of expression is on your face. Put it on speaker. No, because I actually thought about that, but I don't want, if there's any kind of recording device in the room, I was inher- inherently going to not do that. So anyway, I will simply say... You could say, do it. You could, you could link it through there. I was going to say, Sal, just answer your phone because I answered mine or your phone through mine. So you just, can basically just invite them all onto the call. Right, yeah. right. That's what I'm doing. Okay. So she says, but I, I Enzo is a... Bitch, I couldn't get him to budge. And she goes, no, 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 you got that Sal wrong. Sal laughs. Yeah, he is. <laughs> the mom's the bitch. He's an asshole. <laughs> uh, whatever. I, he's a prick. There. That is that is 100% true. So I'm assuming. They, didn't, they weren't, you know, no matter what I said, they didn't want to leave the farm. Because they think it's. Told them there's a velvet artist that's willing to uh, take a commission. <laughs> <laughs> say that say that is cooch picture selling on eBay for <laughs> 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 But he has to get to a some sort of 
computer that, you know, they don't have because it's too archaic. <laughs> so, Hello? wait, wait, wait. What do you say about Izzy? Sal? What did you say about Izzy? She's fine. I got her out of the country, or she will be soon. And how come you didn't let me know immediately? I am letting you know. How come you went to my family first? I didn't know where the hell you were. Like, it's been kind of crazy. I really did. If only there was a ubiquitous form of communication that you could have used. If you'd shut up for a second, I was going to tell you I didn't have access to my key. You know, a bomb went off. I figured you'd think it would be more important for them to be safe first. <laughs> Vanessa's silently shaking her head the other way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I go uh, inspect the door while they're taking the call? Yeah. You're technically listening to it too. Yeah. Yeah, but you well, want yeah, to well, I'm gonna go inspect the door. Okay. Uh, you're pretty sure that it still works because okay. as you are pressing your face to it, it suddenly slides open. Oh, I bet you it works too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My mechanical engineering skills are really working. <laughs> <laughs> On the other side is a woman. Uh, there are two men behind her. But she, I'll describe her for you. CCL, you just had to step on the sensor. <laughs> it's, it's like Costco. Uh, th- <laughs> this is a very imposing looking woman. Uh, she looks fairly old. Actual woman? Actual woman. Uh, she's, she's probably close to 70, but she's extremely fit. Uh, she's about six feet tall. She has very short brown hair and she has uh, sleeve tattoos. So her, her arms are basically covered as far as you can see. She's wearing like a vest, uh, just a basic brown leather vest and pants with, what are they called? With the pockets in. Cargo? Cargo pants. 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 And she's also missing one eye. There's just basically an empty socket. She doesn't have a patch or anything. And behind her are two men. One of them is Elias. And the other is uh, in his 50s. He's extraordinarily tall, about 6'7", shaved head, pretty well built. And he clears his, that one clears his throat, and the woman looks at all of you and says, what's happening here? Very sternly. Sal says, we're going to have to call you back, and hangs up on Courtney, and then says, uh, we need to leave. Immediately. Why is that? Because... She she basically... um, So Russ is standing right there in the doorway, and she's kind of looking past him. She's going to basically just walk into the room, and if you don't get out of the way, she's going to like sort of nudge you, Russ. I'll I'll roll backwards and out of the way. Okay. And take cover. Behind cover. (laughs) Yes. Behind my turkey leg. I, I believe that another person counts as half cover. Nice. So Sal must count as like three cover. (laughs) (laughs) Sal says there are urgent matters that require my attention. I have to leave now. I'm not sure we can accommodate that. Oh no. It would be well for all parties 
if you accommodated it. She seems to suddenly lose interest in you and looks past you at Vanessa. What is that there in your hand? I hold up the hand. I hold up the hand that clearly has nothing. (laughs) What are you whispering? Say it's your vibrator. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I hold up my nothing hand. What? The other hand. I hold it up and I'm like, oh, this is nothing. Something I found. Curling iron. (laughs) (laughs) I look at Sal and like, you can just see the the conceding in her face. Dildo. (laughs) (laughs) And the best part is that Vanessa actually thinks that's a clever excuse. No, no, she looks at you and you inspired that excuse. That's that's where the sadness comes from. But she thinks it's a legitimate excuse. Yes. Well. Right. That that's the point that I was trying to get. Uh. So. Go ahead and make a will saving throw, Steve. Me? Yep. What? No, the other Steve. Steve too. Oh, damn it. Another Twelve? one. No, no. A two. <laughs> uh, so oh, as you're standing there, she, that you're looking at the woman. Yeah. Uh, and you clearly get basically time stops for you. You get, so the entirety of that story, Odin's story, goes by you in a flash. Like, you're just instantly aware of... Like the mural? Yep. And even more detailed than that. All the stuff you translated off the rod, and you hear in your head, Wake me up, Vanessa. Oh, baby. And you are aware... (laughs) It's the dream police, run! It's what? It's the dream police. They come to me in my bed. (laughs) You... Uh, are aware of a basically a lock inside the rod that you could manipulate with some t- sort of telekinetic power if you had such thing. I do. I have mage hand or far hand, whatever it's called in this one. Far hand. Uh, as you sort of unable to stop yourself, manipulate it, the rod grows into a shining staff. Oh no. So I'm just missing the spearhead. Damn it. And it grows? Like it's it not telescoping, it just it grows. It grows. It's not like mechanical, it just becomes a staff. And it says to you The staff? Uh huh. Voice in my head. Yep. It says oh, that's, that's much better. Oh, ew. I got the pervs, perv vibrator. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> I know. When they say intelligent items, they never say... Yeah. You know, intel- yeah. <laughs> uh, and the woman looks absolutely shocked. Uh, though Vanessa's kind of in her Is own this- little place right now. Oh. And Russ and Sal are just... She's like... Just her mouth is dropped open. Same with the two guys behind. No, and I'm like, Vanessa, see, that's more what I'm talking about. You make it something appear. And all three of them instantly kneel and bow. That's what I expected. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sal says that's more like it. Now lead us out. Am I in? Am I able to do anything? Yeah. Oh. I'll tell you if it works. Oh, <laughs> I try to walk. Okay, where are you going? I'm leading. I'm going out. The the staff is. I should say this. It's silver and it's got that. You know, it's shining reflectively, but it also seems to have its own subtle like light that emanates from it. Like it's LED. Yeah, it's it's less bright than that. Um, it's just the very it's shitty LED. <laughs> You hear, find me some mind players. Oh, no. And uh, so you walk out. That's fine. Well, no, no. But as I'm walking by, I want to grab the the burly woman. Okay. And be like, because Sal said, lead us out. So I'm like, lead us out or I'll lay waste to everything. Okay. That's what you <laughs> tend to say. What you guys actually hear her say is, Rouse the troops, we go to war. And, and the woman. Do I know like, that I didn't say what I thought I said? Like. Yeah, you, you know, it, it did not come out right. Uh, and. Right! <laughs> the woman, that is a misrepresentation. <laughs> there's nuances to, <laughs> right. to the meaning. <laughs> I may have used a colloquialism, but I didn't there. <laughs> the woman and all, and both men jump up and run out of the room. I try to say, well, the coast is clear. <laughs> and Sal and, and Russ here, make yourselves ready. <laughs> Can I Vanessa, drop? we are ready. Let's go now. Uh, you, you guys see, looking in Vanessa's eyes, she looks different, and her eyes basically look like somebody's filled them up with mercury. Like in the bad way? <laughs> <laughs> No, the good kind oh, of Mercury. I'm thinking, right. shut up, I'm thinking of the scene out of, out of, um, Freddy Mercury? X-Men movie, where Wolverine stabs Lady Deathstrike with the stuff that's yeah. pumping out of Antium and it comes out of her eyes. No, it's not like coming out. Your eyes, it just looks like you have no pupils. It's like your eyes are filled up. With solid it's liquid like you metal. have Mercury eyes. They're sort of shining, shimmering liquid silver. So like your eyeballs have been replaced with pinballs? Yeah. This is my fantasy. It's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll a will save for Leo. Ah, he's probably better than I am. Uh, 20. Okay, you instantly snap out of it. And I have full recollection of what just happened. Like, this Absolutely, is yep. And you, I... You can still hear the, the whispering in your head, basically. It, it's constantly whispering. That, you know, death and destruction to all Mind Slayers, and we must find them and kill them wherever they might be. Kill your friends. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Go see Carrot Top. Other demonic thoughts. Um, I will try to just set the staff up against a wall, so I'm not touching it. Okay. Does that work? You put it there and turn away and find it in your other hand. Shit. That's a neat trick. I, I throw, I want to throw it to Russ. <laughs> you like, just like, out like, of, like the Matrix. The you know, Matrix? Like, just, you know, tossing people things that are, you know, like in a cool way. 
It's got to be cooler than just sending it. Shut up! It's, it slows down. The camera spins around me as I catch it. Thank you! You're going to cinematically toss it? Yes! Uh, it, we totally have to do that in the guy's weekend. We have to cinematically toss stuff. Bags of peas? <laughs> you basically just toss it up to yourself. I want to walk over and say, Russ, take this out of my hand. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> are you going to reach for it, Russ? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty I'm, sure I'm a little, I'm a little from afraid the of, it's really going to convey that that's a good idea. I'm a little afraid of, uh, Vanessa right now. <laughs> Is that like a, a challenge? I'll say the same thing. I'll grab it with both hands and tugs. Uh, Vanessa make an attack roll. <laughs> See, this is why I was, I should have chosen him first. Uh, like, what am I adding? Your base attack bonus. Oh. Plus 500. Like, as if I'm wielding the staff? Mm-hmm. Uh, 12, or 11. Okay. You, basically, Sal, you reach out to take it, and she wraps you across the knuckles. Can I make a reflex save to try and, like, snatch it when she tries to wrap my knuckles? You can make a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Oh, good. Two. My gosh, you actually have something in it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh no, wait, I don't have any ranks. That's just ability. Is that one, that's one you can, oh, you can't use no. that on train though. Black box. Uh, then just do a, uh, it's a, wiz- it's a dex check. to disarm is an opposed attack roll. Okay, so I can do that. But do I get to use all of my melee stuff then? Are you trying to hurt Vanessa? I'm trying to disarm her. You use I, your melee. He's gonna rip off my eye. Yeah. Do a melee attack. Yeah. Okay. So plus fourteen. <laughs> yep. Don't roll a one. Twenty-three. Okay. Sal goes to <laughs> This is hilarious. Sal goes to grab it and a Why me? Because a... it's awesome. <laughs> no Because because I'm a fish. You're totally like Valkyrie and Yeah, because one person Intel, is not enough and Nori's tells just a uh an Italian guy, so <laughs> I'm an unstoppable war machine. I almost punched he, through a solid. He's in the wrong door. film. <laughs> he's clearly an extra. A basically a invisible wall of force springs up between you and Sal. Uh, she starts panicking. <laughs> so so wait, what, she tried to ra- she wrapped my knuckles, but then she basically I... she tried to smack you. Like she said, "Here, take this from me." You reached out for it, and she swung it at you. At which point, you attempted to disarm her, and you basically crashed your hands into an invisible force field, separating okay. from her. Okay, thank you. I want to stand on it. Stand on what? The staff. Like I wanted to like set, set it on the hands, floor. Put my feet on it at the same time <laughs> and then let go such that I'm standing on it. Okay. You're standing on it. It's still oh. whispering to you. Damn it. I'm not lifted up like I don't get to ride it like a surfboard. <laughs> no. <laughs> you hear it here. Alright, so the cruise missile. Now I want to just like literally I'm like, alright guys. Vanessa. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I say this, of course, out loud. Where nobody, like, nobody's talking. <laughs> All right, guys, shut up. 
<laughs> Alright, both of you, come here, put one foot on this thing, I'm gonna jump off. Do it right now. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm... A foot on each end, and I'm gonna jump off. Go! You jump, and it does levitate with you. <laughs> <laughs> and both uh, Sal and Russ are sort of flipped on their back. And now you're levitating. So I'm just standing on the staff a couple feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. She's like, I never, ever, ever should have prayed for this. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> what did you do, Ray? I can't let go of this thing. What did you do? I didn't do anything. I meant, like, when I was a kid, all I wanted was to be able to, like, float and have powers. Now I really, really wish I had. (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) Louder than the first time. I'm not going to scream because my kids are in bed. But But Vanessa is. Yes. I mean, it's just, whatever, it's like that that next level higher of, you know, the same exact conversations we would have with Sal. (laughs) You know, shut up, Sal. (laughs) And you'd be like, I'm going to touch your boob. (laughs) Shut up, Sal! You know? More forceful. I'm doing it now. Here it comes. Motorboat <laughs> uh, you. Vanessa, we must find illithids to kill. It's saying that I need to find illithids to kill. Can Wait. I go, wait. Can you guys hear that? <laughs> I'm guessing the answer is no, but I'll wait for confirmation. No, you cannot hear it. Uh, no, but at this exact moment, I happen to share that thing's sentiments. Let's go. <laughs> Okay. It, it, you, 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 uh, Vanessa looks directly at Russ and hears this, this dash say, that one looks like he might be close enough. No, 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 no. I'm going to hold on to the staff, like, I'm going to jump off and hold on to the staff and keep it away <laughs> from us. Uh, technically, let's see here. We got to look at this. So basically what happened when you jumped is, what actually happened is you had levitate cast on you. Oh. So you you basically you move down to the floor and then you can move laterally. It's like you have so, to step down off of it like you're on a ledge. No, you you basically like float down as you will yourself. But then like the staff instantly goes back to my hand. Mhm. But I'm okay. I'm going to keep the staff like on whatever side of my body Russ is not. Okay. My name is Lostnir. Your name is Leosnir? Leosnir. Can you spell that for me, Paul? Just like Leo. He says his name is Leosnir. That's comforting. You're any, uh, any, any takers? Are you, are you talking to the aliens? No, this time it's not aliens. <laughs> Nobody believes you. <laughs> Especially because you said this time it's not aliens. <laughs> it's, it's totally the, the girl who cried alien. Because I'm totally ready to leave it with the aliens now. The girl who cried, Giorgio Silakis. If you'd like, you could roll a uh, arcane lore. I got that. 28. Wow. You know all about him. Uh, you actually don't know, you've never heard this name specifically, 
But it's just like Mjolnir. Yes. That's what you know. It basically means... Uh, Staff of Thor. The Apocalypse? <laughs> of Crazy Person? Um, it's basically like a uh, light weapon. Oh, like weapon of light? Mm-hmm. Like, like L-I-T-E, it's it's low in calories. <laughs> yes. But now with new great flavor. Yeah. <laughs> Pepsi next. Um, I'll say out loud, low sneer. You guys can all roll a listen check. Can you hear me? <laughs> I rolled a three. So I'm going to guess I don't hear anything with my ten. Twelve. Eighteen. Yeah, Russ, you're hearing rising. Actually, well, it's probably pretty easy to hear from the main room. Uh, you're hearing a rising noise of sort of shouting and, um, you know, chanting and stuff. Uh, and Vanessa, you say, can you hear me? To the spear? I'm sorry, to the staff? Yes. I'm talking like to the staff as if it's like a microphone or. <laughs> but is it like two turntables? Shut up. Uh, it says, yes. <laughs> what, 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 why me? Can you have someone else be possessed evilly? And go kill things? Do what I want to. Um, cause I asked nicely. I think you will do. I whispered to Sal, I think she's finally snapped. <laughs> And I'd be like, I'll act like I have a different voice. Shut up, or I'll kill you. <laughs> Why are we not killing illicits? Actually, I'm sorry. It would not. I keep doing that. Why are we not killing mind flayers? Because I'm not a killer. Oh, and could be. And, yeah, I know I could be anything. <laughs> so this whole conversation is happening. <laughs> With nobody. Yeah. Um, but that's just having a conversation with nobody. So it's just like Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> um, I command you that we're not, I'm, I want to leave. So if leaving, yes, I want to go find elephants, but there's none here. So let's go. And I'll start walking out the door. Okay. And I'll be like, I'm going to say just, I'm going to turn to them and be like, all right, guys, I'm going to say the word beholder, okay? Um, and, okay. I want, and I'm going to say it in the next sentence, too. I want you to tell me if you can hear it. And I say, death to the beholders. Does my, does it change and make it sound different? It says death to the illithids. I'm sorry, death to the mind players. Damn it. <laughs> You're just doing this to screw with you now, Paul. <laughs> And so I look at them, I'm like, did I say it? You said mind flares. Alright, I'm gonna walk out into the main. And, and I, and, and Sal says, you, you didn't say beholders that second time. He says something about death to mind flares. And I'll be like, shit. So I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna go out to the main area. Okay. There's about, so I, I think I told you guys before, there's like a little, there's an area with guns and then like there's tables off to the side where, uh, there's a little raised area. The built woman is standing on top of that, chanting, 
to and the, like everyone. There's there's really only like 15 people total. Uh, but they people? all have, yeah, they're people. The there are uh, five beholders in the air. They look a little agitated, like they're flying faster than normal. Normally they just sort of drift almost. Um, the stalks on the tree are sort of whipping around and it's chomping its mouth. Well, that puts me at ease. And as you come out into the main area, the door is open, by the way, to the main area. These were ones that were normally sliding shut. They're all chanting, war, war, war. And uh, as you come out with the staff, they'll look at you and bow, like, on the ground. What do the others do? Yeah. What, what do the beholders in the tree do? Same thing. Not bow. Same thing that we're doing. I say out loud. Vanessa, this- you oh. find yourself rising into the air a bit. Even though I'm not standing on the staff? Mm-hmm. I say out loud, clearly this is not the time for a trial. <laughs> clearly it is time for war. And to make war, we must leave. Okay, what so, do we hear? Yeah. You hear the same thing she said. And is it her voice still? Right? Uh-huh. It's always, it's always been her voice. It was never not her voice. It was I, just I just her. wanted to be certain that it's still status quo on that side as well. Mm-hmm. And I say, so lead my friends and I out. The, yeah, I don't know if you remember, I described there are, Basically round holes in the upper part of the chamber. Yeah. Yes. Like shafts. Uh, mm-hmm. There's one vertical shaft that goes down in one corner of the chamber, but you guys saw beholders sort of flying into other round holes up at the top of the chamber. And Vanessa, as you are basically levitating up, you feel yourself being pushed towards one of the holes. It looks like the tree is telekinetically starting to move people into the air towards the holes. And this looks like a normal, like this is how they get out. Yeah, we were never going to get out of here. Because we're not friends with the tree. (laughs) Are we floating yet? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to make sure that I'm standing or staying near to them. So like, I don't want to get separated. And I'll just start yeah. screaming on So I'm floating? You are floating. Basically everyone's lining up. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna start trying to swim back down. I'm gonna say, wait, 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 wait. I'm trying to get towards that rack turkey with all leg. the, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want another turkey leg? No, I was gonna grab one of the, uh, goss rifles. It's, it's too late. The other uh-huh. people have the goss rifles. But see, I'm trying to swim to get one of my own. <laughs> I, figured, has... I figured I'm probably just floating up, but I just wanted to try to like, yeah, you're just floating up. Yeah. Sal is like two hands directly above his head, like made into fists, like he remembers Superman flying and just screams like, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> and you get, you get to uh, one of the tunnels and are set down. Basically, Vanessa's in the lead. Sal and Russ are set down immediately behind you. And uh, the people are slowly being set down behind you as well. This is a, so imagine a 
uh, it's basically like a cylindrical, it's a tube. Um, there are thin strips of the white light that go down the center under your feet and on each side and on the ceiling. Uh, but they don't provide that much illumination. And the rest of it's just stone. It's just like a perfectly smooth stone tube. I mean, it just sort of leads off into the darkness. You can't see where it's going. It's too far. Where's everybody else going? Or like, what are they doing? They're just coming up behind you, and you're basically slowly being forced down the tube. I want to see if I can intentionally try to levitate again. You can. Sweet. As soon as Sal gets up to the top and set down, he's like, all right, this is more like it, and, and starts moving things right. along. I nod at Vanessa. Lead on, oh, Pied Piper. <laughs> she gives you the finger. <laughs> so as I'm floating there, I'll turn around and say to them in hushed voices, or in hushed, hushed voice, you have to help me. <laughs> uh, just keep in mind, levitate lets you up and down, but you can't actually move forward and back. So you could go up, and, like, Sal could push you. <laughs> but Tie a little string. Yeah. So you're, if you float up, you're not going to be able to, you just basically, you know, you're... I float up. ...comically running in midair or something. I'll, I'll set back down and I'll start walking. Okay. Do you still have a string tied to sail? <laughs> no. No strings attached. Okay. To lunch. So that means lots and lots of casual sex. <laughs> <laughs> the tube leads off and it sort of subtly curves to your right until you find yourself walking and realize that the strip on your left that was a light is actually a window. And you're looking out over, basically, you're walking on the, it's tunneled into the side of a cliff. So you're looking out onto a chasm that has a river at the bottom. Finally, Sorry, I'll say it like Dominic Monaghan and Lost. Where are we? (laughs) You come up, you go out, you're on a ledge at this cliff face, and there's a sort of a very narrow staircase that leads up. Oh, go up. I'm asking them, like, Guys, seriously, I need help. Come up with ideas. Stop just blindly walking and following me. Sal is... Well, aren't we Aren't we getting out? R- right. Yes, but with all them following us, it will do us not very much good. Luckily, there's only room for us in the car. That assumes that we're going to go anywhere near the car. We'll go back to the car. And I don't think Losnir is going to let us... Or let me go. Oh, sure. Is he, he clinging? He wants, he wants to kill... Mind flayers. Right now, so do I. That's where we're headed. And we can get there faster by car. I want to see if I can fly instead of just levitate. <laughs> Are you going to jump off the cliff? No. I would go up, stupid. Dig up, stupid. You levitate up. Like, now you're in the open. Are you going to climb the steps? I said that. Oh. Okay. So you get to the top Didn't of the Did I step? say that? <laughs> I just think it. Um, behind you, yeah, maybe, you know, you're maybe like half a mile away or so, you see the walls of Watkins Glen. And vis-a-vis our car. So if we're on a cliff face, I... The woman, go. the woman comes up to you, sort of bows her head. The, the one-eyed woman? Uh-huh. And she says, Master, we are so glad you've returned. Lead I us. Say, Where? Where did we go? I say, me too. Um, 
to the city. We need a car. I will go in this one. Take other chariots of fire. And rubber. And we'll leave it right there for this week. Thanks for listening to the LTM Gaming Podcast. You can find us online at ltmgaming.com, on Twitter at ltmgaming, or reach us via email at podcast at ltmgaming.com. We love to hear your thoughts and questions. As always, we do appreciate any five-star ratings you'd like to leave on iTunes. Tune in next week for the next installment of The Crushing Depths.